This episode of the NFL Weekly Drive is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on the likelihood to occur. The more points the selection is worth, the riskier it is. Bet on your favorite players or players you would think will have an exceptional game from across the National Football League. Keep checking those prize pools where they have crazy amount of competitions going on. You can win a lot of points off of those and win tons of money every single week. So go ahead, download the app or visit thrivefantasy.com or go to the bottom of the, our page for the link. Use promo code BENCHBROS and receive a $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. That's promo code BENCHBROS to receive a $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. My way and watch out as I come Busting in your line, cracking helmets in I bring the pain, so what you gon' do? Stand there and just get shook out your So clean out your locker, I'm out to get ya Cause I just popped ya, you can't take the pressure You might as well quit cause you just can't last Madden 2000, put your face in the grass And your pride in the dirt, so put on a skirt If you come on the field and don't wanna get hurt Just bruised and beaten, all black and blue And it's been like that since Madden 92 What's up, everyone? Welcome to this edition of the Bench Bros NFL Weekly Drive. It is Super Bowl week. Super Bowl 55 is upon us, and it is finally here. We got into this point in the season. We're down to the final two teams, Kansas City back here defending their title and going up against Tom Brady in his first year in Tampa, and Tampa Bay will be hosting for the first time a home team has hosted a Super Bowl. So in Tampa, Florida, we got Kansas City versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here to break it down is Bobby O'Hara and I. So what's up, Bobby? What up? Let's go. Last one of the season. Last one, yes. This is the last weekly drive. We made it this far, man. <laughs> it's been a long run. Long both season for both of us. Yeah, yeah. You had too many ups and downs. I just had, oh, well, the injury bug in week two, so my my team's season is over. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes it's better to have the ups and downs. Sometimes you don't want them. <laughs> I kind of hate having the injury bug when your like, team is – I felt like everyone was picking the Broncos to be a dark horse this whole entire year, and then it's like week one comes by and – Half of our stars are out. He's like, well, never mind. They, they stink again. It's like, come on. Yeah, you guys you guys had that San Fran bug, too. San Fran was like that this year, too. Oh, dude, it was awful. I don't know if I would rather have, like, the year Miami had or, like, the year Denver had. I think you'd probably – most people would want the Miami route because at least there's, like, that hope all there's year. There's hope. But, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, it's, like, just – oh, it's heartbreaking. Because Not when you have a bunch of injuries, people. you can't really evaluate your team fairly. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's tough. It's tough. It takes, you know, the, the guys who watch every game know deep down inside what the team has. You just have to hope that, you know, there's always a next year. But not for these two teams, Wes, so let's go. <laughs> yeah, well, before we get into Super Bowl 55, I would like to mention about the uh, – I want to get Bobby's opinion on the Matthew Stafford-Jared Goff swap deal. Um, okay. What do you think about that? Matthew Stafford heading over to the Rams. Jared Goff heading over to a rebuilding lines. He's going to have to start biting off some kneecaps for uh, Motor <laughs> City Dan Campbell. While, uh, apparently, it was reported that Matthew Stafford and uh, Sean McVay were hanging out before the trade happened. So, Oh, wow. 
Yeah, well, I'm sure. I'm sure anyone that gets Jared Goff off Sean McVay's wagon, well, he's a, he's a fan of right now. So, I'm sure he's ecstatic. Um, reports have been that you know he's been off the Goff wagon since pretty much the Seattle game when you know Goff was pissed that he wasn't playing and all that other stuff. Whether he should have been is up to your debate, but. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we've said it how many times. I don't think McVay was happy with Goff the whole last year. And it might have even started in that Miami game. It goes back to the Miami game. Um, but I think it was like b- before that, too. I think it was like um, after the Super Bowl year when you started to decline a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Super Bowl year, you're looking at it like, okay, he had a great year. He learned some things. Then he never really translated from there. He never took what he learned from that Super Bowl. Um, every time he saw a defense like Flores played in the Super Bowl, even not Miami this year, anytime they were able to get pressure on him in a game, he just was awful and he makes a lot of mistakes. And I think McVay just has had it and he's trying to get that contract gone. As far as the trade, I think it's salary dump trade. I think people are taking a lot of, oh, they did this for Stafford. I don't, I don't necessarily think the Rams did this because they wanted Stafford more so that they wanted to get rid of Goff, if that makes sense. I think Stafford's a great addition, and I do think he's going to be way better than having Goff. But Stafford, we don't know what Stafford's ceiling is because he was, on the, he was on the Lions for so long. Can he win a big game? I don't know. Can he win in the playoffs? I don't know. Um, he has a lot of ups and downs when he plays, too. As much as the Lions are a bad team, Part of the reason why they're an inconsistent team is because Matt Stafford as well in certain games. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Um, but his highs and his lows are not as high as Jared Goff, and his lows aren't as high as low as Jared Goff. Um, but I think it was a lot of a, a salary cap dump move for the Rams going forward, as in let's just get rid of this massive mistake we made by signing Goff onto this like. Basically, almost like a Joe Flacco situation where, wow, he got us to a Super Bowl and he didn't even win it for you. He didn't even mm-hmm. win it for you. And then they uh, extended him right after that. Or was that the year after? They extended him. I think it was. I think it was the year after the Super Bowl. I think it was the year after the Super Bowl. And a lot of it had to do with the Super Bowl and him getting mm-hmm. there. And, you know, you got fooled. They got played. I think a big, big component too. Like we said, my we all said our piece, me, Brandon, and uh, Ant on um, the Bench Bro Sports podcast that dropped on Monday. Mm. That um, like the drop back pass wasn't really a thing in Los Angeles. Like Jared Goff's passing game was all built around the play action. I felt like mm-hmm. Sean McVay wanted to get more of a drop action type uh, yeah. game going. Which I'm gonna, I'm gonna think too that San Francisco is gonna be thinking that same exact thing. You know, and then like there was a couple of rumors today seeing that um Kirk Cousins might be one of their go to guys uh, oh, for San Francisco. Oh, oh because, wow. Yeah, because like it, it makes sense when you piece everything together because when Jimmy G got traded, it was the year before the Kirk Cousins became the big free agent fish on the market or whatever. Remember right. that? Like Yep. Yeah. So San Francisco was in the running for that, but then Jimmy G went on to win five of the last six games and the, you know, you can't deny that. So yeah, I no, I, like- I, I I prefer to live in a world where, where we pretend that Kirk Cousins was never a big fish on the free agent market. Let's just <laughs> I know because Denver was in those scenario, like was mentioned as a team that was going to get Kirk Cousins, and I was just like, eh, it wouldn't really fit here, but it would fit in San Francisco because you would have Kyle Shanahan with him, right? 
Uh, I, I've never been a hater on Kirk Cousins. I think he, yeah. but he still has a lot left in the tank. I think statistically you look at him and you say, look, the guy gets some things done. But then you look at situations. It's like a Matt Ryan situation almost. He's a middle of the ground, like a middle of the ground quality starting quarterback that's going to put up good numbers. He's, it's like a Matt might, Ryan like, type of thing, right? Yeah, there you at the go. End of the day, He's like the unglorified Matt Ryan because when it comes down to winning the big game, the guy's horrible at it. Yeah. And what happened before that was like they were going to plan to like if Jimmy G didn't do anything, just like another trade dump or whatever, and then go get Kirk Cousins. But since yeah. Jimmy G played pretty good, the problem with Jimmy G is just he can't stay healthy. And I really do think New England is going to make a move to try to get Jimmy G I off the 49ers. I def I would double on that. I definitely now do. I don't think Minnesota would do a, a full on swap with like Kirk Cousins and Jimmy G, but no. you know, that'll be an interesting way to go because then Minnesota will have a quarterback opening. Right. Uh, One of these teams that's in like the quarterback hunt or like in the market to trade their quarterbacks is gonna be left with no quarterback. And right now that's Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah, interestingly enough, because I think Indy would have been the team that was the best landing spot for a quarterback in free agency. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what Indy's. I don't know what Indy's doing, but I'm sure whoever goes there will, will have a hell of a time. I mean, they're built to win. Um, I just like you said, Matt Ryan. People were talking about the Matt Ryan thing. I don't. I don't know. I mean, you said it to me today too. I don't know if you want a 35 year old quarterback. It's not a bad idea with nothing. I mean, are you going to throw Jacob Beeson into a win now type of team? Right. Right. No, look, I mean, like, no doubt in my mind, it could, like, if you have, you ride that last few years of Matt Ryan, um, you, you could get to a Super Bowl with Indy, with that team. I think Indy definitely is a Super Bowl competitive team with a good quarterback. They're not far away. I still think they could add another receiver, um, whether people like that or not, but I think they could. Um, but it's not hard to do um, as far as giving up a lot of draft picks and stuff, though, for Matt Ryan and taking on that contract. I mean, that that would be have to be up to Indy. And that would be my biggest concern as far as him being moved somewhere is that contract. Yeah. And you have to have if you are trading a quarterback, you have to have at least a backup plan just to like fall back on be like, oh, well, well we're stuck with like Jacoby Brissett or somebody. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean Indy's plan could very well be very comfortable with Jacob Eason, and we have no idea about it. It's just that you wouldn't assume that they would be comfortable with that. Um, I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with Indy. Yeah, we got all offseason to talk about that anyway. Yeah. But we got the big game coming up. So Sunday, this is going to be a big factor here. The weather. I mean, it's supposed to be like 70% chance of rain, thunderstorms in the morning. And then by the nighttime, it'll be like a chance of rain, 50%. So it might be a rainy Super Bowl. So that might factor in some of these over-under bets or like some of these prop bets everyone's doing. We'll go through our favorite props or whatever. But that does have an impact. And it's going to be windy too. So I don't know if you guys remember, but it was uh, Super Bowl 41. I think was the last time we had a rain Super Bowl. If I'm not mistaken, between the Bears and the Colts in that monsoon, when Devin has to return the kick, and then it was just uh, was that a was that was that a Tampa Super Bowl too, or is that a Miami? No, Super Bowl? that was a Miami Super Bowl. Back at when it was called the what was that stadium called back then? Land Shark? No, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the, yeah, it was it was Land Shark Stadium at the around that would have been time. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, that would, I mean, if it does pour rain with these kind of pass heavy type of offenses, it might have a big factor here. Right. So um, we um, said Kansas City, Tampa Bay. What are your initial thoughts going into this before we go into like a full football breakdown type of uh, talk? Wes, uh, we got, we got, we're at the last game of the year. And I, man, I, I don't even know what, what to say on this game as far as like, do I have a definite good feeling about either side? I, man, I, my mind says Chiefs, but my heart, and, and I, it's not like, it's like my gut, not really my heart, because I don't really love Tom Brady, but my gut says the Bucks. It's very weird. It's very weird. It's like my gut says you've learned enough not to bet against Tom Brady. And last week, I don't know if we talked since on the show, I was one of the people who said that I think Brady could go to the Super Bowl and Green Bay is is not absolutely 100% going to win that game. Um, and here we are now to win the Super Bowl. Does Brady do it? I don't know. I'm not going to say he doesn't do it. <laughs> just say that. I'm not going to say he doesn't do it. Yeah, it's kind of a toss-up right now. I mean, it's pretty much split between who's picking who. A lot of people, I guess like 60-something percent of the money is on the Chiefs, which I don't blame them. The spread is three. The over-under is 56. When you're looking at this from uh, what we've seen recently, I mean, the AFC Championship was an indicator that like, the, no matter who was in front of the Chiefs, that they're just going to roll offensively. It's just a matter of can you put as many points up as them and can you make the smart uh, mental coaching decisions to put your team in a successful way to beat the Chiefs. I mean, the Cleveland game was kind of a wash because Patrick Mahomes did go out and whatever you're going to call that, a concussion, a nerve-type mm -hmm. injury, whatever it is. But, um, you know, Tampa is not really that team is that's going to get off to a fast start. Now they did in the Green Bay game. Can they replicate that as well and go toe to toe with Kansas City? I'm not quite sure, but they do have a, their run game is better than Kansas City. I think their defense overall is better than Kansas City. Their secondary may be an issue, but um, Kansas City's defense did come to play in that championship game, so it's kind of hard to judge which Kansas City team is going to come or what Tampa Bay uh, team is going to come. Because we've seen Tampa Bay lay a lot of stinkers over the um, past few weeks. We're well, not few weeks, but like overall in the season. Like I can't get the, uh, the Saints game when it was like the Sunday night game when the Saints wore those all whites with the gold letters and just absolutely rolled Tampa Bay in Tampa. I, I just don't know. Tampa's definitely been more of the up-and-down team than the Chiefs up until this point. Um, however... I would argue that the Bucks have been playing like a completely different Bucks team since the playoffs started. Yeah, absolutely. They've turned the corner. And what was the last wild card team to make the Super Bowl? Last wild card team to make a Super Bowl. It's been a while because it's well, usually the Giants. The Giants did it when they beat the the Patriots the one year, or didn't they? Well, no, they were uh, a divisional champ. This is like a true wild card team. Yeah, they were just. That's right. That was just a year that the NFC East must have been, you know, not that, not that great. Well, they were like what? I think they were like ten and six that year to win the division. So, I don't know. Giants were pretty okay that, that year. What was that year? Twenty twelve. Then, like compared to two thousand seven year. Well, that's what I was talking about the two thousand seven year when they were horrible. Like, and they just won their last like. Eight games straight or something like yeah. that. 
Was it Green Bay? Who was against the? You talking about against the Steelers that year? Yeah, they were wild cards. Were they? Yeah, they were. They were the sixty because they had to go to Philadelphia and beat Michael Vick in the wild card round. Wow. Let me look up past Super Bowls. Hmm. Because it, it has been a run of like one versus twos. Let me see. Why is it not? Why is it giving me the destination, not the matchup? That's so weird. Um, da, 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 da. I can't believe we're spending a lot of time on this one. I, I think I'm right. I think it is Green Bay. It's the Packers. Yeah. Yep. It's the yep. Packers. And but that would answer your play. question on what was the last team to make it and win as well. That's true. Yeah, there you go for your trivia fans out there. But anyway, back to the game. I don't know why we spent so much time on that. It doesn't really factor into this one. But Tom Brady going in, possibly for his seventh championship, which is going to be the most compared to all the franchises in the league. I think it's the most by any player right now. So, I mean, does he get it done? If you look at uh, the Kansas City's defensive backfield compared to, like, Tampa Bay's offense. Antonio Brown's questionable to play right now. Mike Evans is going to play. It says he's questionable right now, but he is. No, no doubt about it. But uh, those corners against Tyron Matthews, Tyron Matthews is the one that's going to scare me. I mean, I think Tampa Bay's offense is going to be okay against Kansas City's defense. It's just a matter of how often is Tampa Bay going to score and how often are they not going to make many mistakes. Ah, oh, man. Jeez, don't make me do it. Don't make me here's, don't make me. Here's the thing about Tampa Bay is like they're not really a good when you get into playing against Kansas City, you can't get the third down. I think you gotta get the first down on either first or second down. Cause then when you get the third down, that defense gets kind of hypey to where like they'll they'll be able to do like crazy stuff, ball hawking around the field. I think who is it? Tony's uh Spagnola. Spagnola's the uh, the DC there, yeah. The DC there, he does kind of crazy stuff with Tyron Matthew back as a safety. He'll like kind of disguise as like a, a deep safety, but then come up and play as a linebacker in like a cover three type of zone. So, you know, I think like second down, Tampa Bay's got to do a lot of their work to where they got to dump it off the Godwin. I don't know if Gronk's gonna have a big game. I feel like he has to have some sort of big game in the playoffs. He's been kind of quiet lately. To where um, you got to put as much points. Probably it's probably going to take like twenty eight points to win this game for Tampa. Yeah, I think um, man, Brady Brady uh, comes to face with Spags again in a Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> that hasn't happened before, right? Yeah, because um, like Kansas City's pass rush hasn't been as good as it was last year during the no, playoff time. No, they can get to the quarterback, but they just haven't done it a lot this year. And that that helps Brady, in my opinion, in this game. It, you need you need pressure up the middle to beat Brady. Everyone knows that Spags is the person who started that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ken KC. Get those, get their guys and their motors going for the Super Bowl. Very possible. I mean, like I said, this is the game where you see these players go all out. 
this is the game where if someone's going to have a big game and they're going to be a big superstar play, this is the game you're going to get it. So you look at Chris Jones, you look at the guys on Tampa, like some of those older guys, you have JPP, you have Sue, you have, um, well, Vita Vey is not old, but he's, he's back, which is a big part. We'll get to that. He's but, a big boy. Right. I don't know. I personally think as much as people are going to talk about KC on their front, I think, you know, Tampa, between their linebacking core with David and um, White and the big boys up front, in the Super Bowl, when you're talking about getting everything out of every guy on every rep because this is for the gold, man, I'm going to give the edge to – I'm definitely giving the edge to Tampa in, this, in, in, that, in, that, in that case. Literally, the only thing that helps the Chiefs is having Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and then also you pass rushers. Kansas City's two starting tackles are out. I feel like that's Tampa's best shot at slowing down Kansas City to a certain degree because Kansas City is still going to score their points. I mean, shoot, Tyreek Hill had, what, three touchdowns, 212 yards, and eight receptions in the first quarter the last time they played against each other. So it's like you got to stop him. You got to double him. I don't know why people are still single covering him. It's ridiculous that they're doing that. You got to at least try to double Travis Kelsey. And I feel like those linebackers will do a good job at that. But Travis Kelsey is still going to be a machine. It's just a matter of if Sammy Watkins is going to go. What is uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire going to do? Kansas City is going to do their thing, man. I I hate Kansas City, but they're still going to be effective now will they get pressure on Mahomes? yeah absolutely i think at least four sacks from this tampa defense is that an over under i don't know if it's over under but that's what i'm leaning towards i'm leaning towards at least shaq barrett getting there because i've seen shaq barrett since he was a bronco dude that guy has a motor that just won't stop all game long that guy's yeah he's Incredible. He's so good. And he's an upcoming free agent, too. I was so. going to say, he's he got franchise tagged, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's going to be he's gonna be a huge um, get in the offseason. But you see, what, like, I, I really don't think Tyreek Hill is going to be slowed down. Now, does that help Tyreek Hill's MVP case? I, I really do think Tyreek Hill has a good shot at being the MVP, but I feel like they'll – Mix it to where Patrick Mahomes gets it or something. They'll do some backdoor shady shit if uh, Kansas City wins to give Patrick Mahomes the MVP. Because what? Darren Williams won it last year. Yeah, I was gonna say you gotta. He's gotta get it now, right? So let me look that up though with uh, the sacks because I I really do think that um, Tampa's gonna have a good day getting their quarterback. And you talk about the linebackers, dude. That best linebacking core in the league by far. Like them picking Devin White at five was the best pick in that draft to me. Devin White was a great pick. I don't know how anyone could have hated on that pick. It was a great pick. No, it was a phenomenal pick for Tampa Bay. And he's just so fast when it comes to literally just like chasing guys. Like he's such a good right angle. He's such a good compliment to Levante David, who I've also been a fan of for a long time. Yeah. He's a great, he's a great like uh bounce player for linebackers yeah. where you're just kind of just making sure the running back um, bounces to the outside yep. and he can just close in. So he's not over pursuing or anything like that. He's, he's a great linebacker. And so is Levante David. I mean, 
I yeah. think Levante David's deal is going to be done too here next season. Yeah, but, he's um, not a big. I don't know if they signed him already or he's a bigger, yeah. but he was a big contract. But the big big thing about Tampa is their corners, man. Their corners got to come to play because they have been exposed yep. against like pass heavy teams. Yep. And both these teams have tape on each other now from this season. So remember last time they played, it was 27-24 KC. Yeah, what a sloppy game that was. It was such a hot start for KC, and then they just kind of just cruise controlled the rest of the game. Well, and then, you know, both quarterbacks put up numbers. Uh, Brady threw for 345, and Mahomes threw for four, almost 500 yards in that game. Yeah. 462 yards and three touchdowns. Brady threw for 345, three touchdowns, but he also had two picks. So if Brady can limit his picks, you know, that's the, you have a game. But the Chiefs, I mean, the Buccaneers allowed almost 500 yards in the air to, 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 to Mahomes last time. Yeah. Who's going to have the better day passing, Mahomes or Brady? Because Brady's not going to run. Well, Mahomes is going to still have the better offense. I still think they're going to have the better offense. I still think they're going to have the better uh, passing yards. Uh, it's going to come down to, like you said, you know, if this is a rain game, Brady, you know, Brady in the rain, Mahomes in the rain. Mahomes is a strong-ass freaking arm, man. In the yeah. rain, I don't think it's going to change much for him. Yeah, but does he get over the pro the prop right now for uh, his yardage is uh, 329 and a half. Does he get over that if it's raining? I think I, I, I'm going to say they're going to have to because I don't think you're going to run against this this buccaneer defense you can't run against them like aaron jones was shut down last week if you if 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 you're going to win this game you're you're gonna have to throw right now they're gonna come out trying to prove that they can run but i would put down i would put that the bucks are gonna call that bluff real quick and that they're gonna have to show that they're gonna have to win that game passing which not a big deal. You have Patrick Mahomes and one of the best, you know, if not the best offense in football right now. So, you know, they should be able to do it. But yeah. that's gonna be the that's gonna be the, the chess game the whole game. You know what's a another great bet that I found too? Over under two and a half players throwing a football. <laughs> that's a good one. Are we gonna see any trick plays or anything? Is uh do we have any quarterbacks that like receiver or anything? For these teams, like, does Travis Kelsey throw a pass? I think Hardman's done it before. If I want, if I'm not mistaken, Brown can sling it if he plays. AB, yeah, yeah, he can yeah. sling it. Imagine him throwing it back to Tom. Just like Tom, I saw that Super Bowl Fifty Two play where you tried to run <laughs> the special before Philadelphia did. You want to get some redemption right now? Just right. I can see that happening. Maybe Gronkowski the Brady's flip flip the uh, best combo in the past decade around. Gronk can't throw with that freaking brace though. On his no. arm. No, he yeah no I don't think so. Um, yeah, if anything, it's gonna be with KC. I don't think the Bucks are gonna do anything that crazy like that. Um, Brady's very. Very much a system, like it's he's the system, but it's like he is what he does, and you don't really see much happen. Yeah, um, and they don't got Edelman or anything like that. But no, 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 no. What do you like as um any sort of like player props going through any of these? 
Uh, this is the fun one, man. Super Bowl prop betting is probably the best. I had a good year last year because I said, you know what? I think a fullback is going to score a touchdown. Now, I don't think a yeah, fullback is going to yeah, score a touchdown. Right. I remember that. I remember when you said that. That's right. You called me an idiot for that. No, listen. No, the guy at the office called you an idiot. I oh, mean, no, 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 no. I, th- you, you, I remember hearing that you laughed like crazy, and then the other guy was like, what is he thinking? And then who do you know but Kyle Juszczyk scoring the first touchdown for the 49ers? Juszczyk. How you doing? Keep it moving. He was having a freaking um, decent playoff run, though. Oh, yeah. I knew a fullback was scoring, but I don't think Sherman's going to score a touchdown now. Listen, Mahomes ran for the first one of the one of the touchdowns last year, I think, if I remember right. Yeah. Let me look at first touchdowns. Maybe that's uh, another one. Well, There's a lot of good ones, man. I'm going to say that Mahomes passing touchdowns, I'm going to take the over on. What is it? Two and, Two and a half? Two and a half. I like that. I like that. I mean, I don't see them running the ball at all. No, uh, me either. The I think line. they're going to have to get tricky with it. I think they're going to get over two and a half touchdowns. The shuffle, the shuffle pass or whatever. They yeah. they love doing that to like Kelsey. Yep. Yeah, they'll they'll do something creative like that. Um, and, and anytime touchdown sc- uh, score, I like Kelsey in that one. Right. Pat, here's another handle. interesting one for uh, Mahomes. Pass completions over 28 and a half. I think I'd take that too. Well, how many times is he going to throw the ball, you think? Well, last raining? time they played this team, he threw for like 50 times. Yeah, but it wasn't raining. So, like, does Well, that that's true. If it rains, you're right. But still, I think tw- in this day and age, yeah, I think he's going to throw the ball at least 40-something times. Yeah. I would hammer. This is my favorite one. I would hammer Tyreek Hill over 92 and a half yards, receiving yards. I mean, he put up 212 in the yeah. first quarter. <laughs> yeah, I would hammer that. I love that one. And then I I feel like Gronk is going to have to do something over 31 and a half. I mean, you could go crazy and bet like Chris Godwin and Mike Evans on the over. I think Tampa Bay is going to do more of the running the ball type of thing. Now, if it's going to be Ronald Jones and, um, Leonard Fournette at the same time. I don't know how Ronald Jones is doing with his injury. I think it was a quad injury, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, he played a little bit during that um, NFC championship. But it seems like playoff Lenny is here to stay. Mm-hmm. Like I, Leonard Fournette rushing yards is over under his 48. I'm going to be honest. I kind of like that over. But if it yeah, if it rains, I love that over. It's forty eight. You said yeah for yeah. Uh, I, I, oh man, Jones is gonna get a lot of the runs too. I think though. Yeah, another another fun one is which RB will catch a pass first, Leonard Fournette or Ronald Jones? Ronald Jones is plus two ninety. <laughs> he doesn't catch the ball though. <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, we talked about first sack. You looked at that one since we talked about the D line a little bit. First sack, Frank Clark plus five hundred, Shaq Barrett plus five fifty, Jason Pierre Paul plus six fifty, Chris Jones plus seven fifty. Sue plus twelve hundred. 
Devin White's on here too. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I kind of like it. I kind of like um, Shaq Barrett and JPP to at least have a sack. If you yeah. hit, yes, it's plus money. Yeah, I would like. I would. I would put money on either of them. The true bet, though, coin toss. <laughs> it's my favorite bet of the year. It's easy when it's Brady. When it's Brady, right? You know Brady's gonna have the luck. Yeah, but what is he gonna pick though? Uh, I think they lost the they lost the coin toss the last time the Patriots were in the Super Bowl. Yeah, in '52, the the Eagles won. I think. I'm trying to think. Everyone's picking tails, so I'm gonna pick heads. And plus, apparently, allegedly from the Twitterverse, the heads is a bit heavier on this coin. So oh, that's yeah. why a lot of people are picking uh, tails. I guess the heads. I guess the heads has like some sort of like NFL yeah, like emblem and everything on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a helmet or a football. All right, so we're going tails. We're going tails on the coin toss. I'm going heads. <laughs> I'm fading the public on that one. And I have been money on the coin toss. All right. All right. (laughs) It's the best bet out there because as soon as the game starts, you know if you're a winner or a loser. Well, you know, then what's the fun in that, though? You're not waiting out. You're not waiting the long run for it. Well, no. You start If you win that bet, you're off to a great start. (laughs) And then if you lose that bet, you're like, Okay, it's just a coin toss. We'll get it back here. First sack. Here we go. Double or nothing. <laughs> I should pull out the rest of my bets for the rest of the night. <laughs> you could <laughs> if you wanted to. Which makes me think. I also saw this tweet that I love. It's like, I bet the over, but I'm pre- pretty sure I'm going to bet the under. Like, it's going to be an under game, I feel. It's 56 and a half. It smells like an over game to where it's going to be an under game, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, 100%. Especially if it rains. I know we keep saying the rain, the rain, the rain, but it is a big factor when it comes to Kansas City and Tampa Bay, the way they like to play recently. I mean, yeah, the rain's going to be interesting. Um, Antonio Brown, if he plays, is going to be big too. I feel like he's a big dark horse, like an X Factor type of player. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like Antonio playing in the Super Bowl is going to be someone that you'll wind up seeing being like makes a game winning play just because it just makes sense. How about Love Bell and AB in the Super Bowl before the Steelers since 2010? Oh, God. I mean, can do you like how can anyone like either of them? I mean, they both like just went onto a team and rode the team to the Super Bowl right now. I I love it, though, because it's it's like. Pittsburgh just let those guys walk. Just like, yeah, we don't need you. you. You know, your attitudes like and yourself is more important than this team. Yet they're in the Super Bowl right now. And uh, last time we saw Big Ben was on the bench just thinking about yeah. himself crying after losing to the Cleveland Browns. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I will never – I mean – in. I'll never ever support the AB story after what he did with Oakland and everything, and just he's such a diva. Um, and then Le'Veon Bell, I mean, sorry, bro, you you shade you you faded Miami. So how am I gonna root for you? <laughs> faded Miami. 
Hey, he might still be there next year. Either, by the way, just putting it out there. He he better hope he wins the ring because I don't want him. He might win it though. He, he might very come well back. Could. He better hope he wins the ring because I I don't want him back in free agency next year. Do you have the any touchdown prop? I can't find it anywhere. Yes, yeah, I, I I think I had it up. What's Scotty Miller at? I think he's like over over. Like he's what like, do you mean? Like, is it like big plus money? I think it is. One sec, I just had it up. Anytime touchdown, I would love for like a him. Oh yeah, like a little money in the crops kind of bet. Like him getting a touchdown would probably be like plus a uh, thousand or something. Oh, one hundred. Yeah. Uh, I can't find it anywhere on FanDuel. Come on, FanDuel. That's the best bet out there. I had it. One sec. I had it. Um, anytime touchdown score. Oh, I had it right next to the um, MVP. Oh, right here. Tyree kills negative. So what do you want, Scotty? Yeah, give me Scotty. They don't even have him on here. What? Oh, those odds have got to be awesome then. Pictures. They don't even have them. They'll, they'll put it up there eventually. They'll have to on Sunday. I feel like you're going to get more props throughout the week. But another great bet. And I got this right too after audibling. The Gatorade color. Ooh. I'm going red. I'm going to go orange. I went orange. I was thinking of doing clear last year, but then I switched to orange and it was orange. Ah. Uh. So that's why orange is the favorite right now at my at uh, plus one twenty five. Could be yellow. Could be yellow. Could be. We have a red Super Bowl though, and we're in Tampa. It's true, but it's COVID, so we're not allowed to share any Gatorade or anything either. So. Oh, that's right. So are they just gonna dump water bottles on them? <laughs> it's a trick question, Wes. There is no Gatorade. There is no Gatorade. Like, why? How does that happen? If it, if it's just a bunch of players dumping like uh, empty water bottles on them, is that considered like clear? I mean, that is a question that has to be answered. What they do for Nick Saban? I gotta look it up. Maybe college is different. Yeah, that's true. It was just ice water. <laughs> just a bunch of bottles just getting thrown on the big man. I mean, these are these are big coaches, so you you can't miss them. Andy Reid and Bruce Arians, like they're they're pretty heavy guys, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Andy Reid's just got to fix his freaking face mask, though. That little beak of a face mask that he has. What <laughs> what does he do? Is there like a does he keep his little uh, microphone in the mask to make it look like it's a beak? <laughs> I think those like I think I you know what. Because it looks like when he breathes that the mask inflates like it's a hot air balloon. <laughs> and then Bruce Arians just like he sometimes doesn't even know like how to wear his mask. Oh, I mean, look at what's his name? Uh, Gruden had like a thong uh, mask this year. <laughs> and Bruce Arians would be that guy that instead of pulling it down, he pulls it up to speak like he pulls it up to his freaking nose. 
He just goes reverse of what everyone else does. All right, enough screwing around. Let's pick the game. It's uh, minus three Kansas City. We've talked about the game. Uh, special teams, you favor anybody? I think Harrison Butker has got a great leg. And uh, who's Tampa's kicker? Suck up? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to take – I take KC on um, special teams. Opening – oh, this is a great one too. Opening kickoff to be a touchback. I don't think it's been a touchback for a little bit, like the past two or three Super Bowls. No is plus 230. That would be a fun bet too. Just right after your coin toss bet doesn't win, just bet on that one. I'm going to take yes. I'm going to say yes, it is a touchback. It's minus 310 though, so it's not really valuable. I would say no. That'll be a fun one, just like the roof horse. Just short in case, case, yeah. Yeah. A little rooting action. Yeah. Rainy ball might be a hard ball because there was something that um it was on the Pat McAfee show or something. They explained it to where it's not like the team equipment ball. It's a brand new ball for that, like to go to Canton, to go to the Hall of Fame and be like, here's the opening kickoff, the ball that was used. So it's a brand <laughs> new ball. So it's really hard. And it's not like um what do you may call it, like brushed down or anything or right, scraped right, right, down right. and make it soft. So it's a brand new ball to where, you know, it might be hard for kickers to get a good like boot on it. Right. So I would I would like no in that instance. And if it rains too, oh man, I mean, dude, we haven't seen an opening kickoff go all the way since Devin Hester. Which, what? Well, yeah, yeah. I would like that. I don't know who's Casey. Can you imagine if Kansas City put Tyreek Hill back there to return kicks? Well, didn't they used to, or was they, or was it, or was it? Um, they did on punt. They did on punt. I know punt for a fact was because yeah. Denver had a couple of uh, punts returned for gotcha. a touchdown. Yeah, I was gonna say, but Harbin's Harbin's not a bad, uh, not a bad option. No, I mean you you say that, and he fumbled a punt like in the AFC Championship hey, listen, game. He got it out of the system, though. He got it out of the system. Yeah, yeah true. So. Predictions. I'll let you start. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't feel good about either team, man. I, I feel like, and let me say this. I feel like it's either Tampa's Super Bowl to win or, it's, or, or Tampa's going to get blown out. I, I think if it's a close game, Tampa's going to win the game. Otherwise, mm -hmm. it's going to go completely the opposite way. And Kansas City, and it's going to be the first Super Bowl we've had in a while where it's not a close Super Bowl. Because we think about it, we've been spoiled for a long time with competitive Super Bowls. Because a lot of the Super Bowls used to be blowouts. Not recently. I think but, Super Bowl Forty Nine was the closest one. Oh, look! Look at look at look, look Super Bowl scores. Let's see the last few Super Bowl scores. Fifty. The Broncos took care of the Panthers. Even though that was a defensive battle, everyone says that was a terrible Super Bowl. Banning didn't do anything. Well, it's because Carolina's defense was really good. Well, there was uh, or fifty-one Super Bowl fifty-one was the last good one. I'm sorry, because that was the Atlanta and uh, New England game. What was that, that was the overtime game. I can't even think about like what was last year's Super Bowl. Last year's Super Bowl was Kansas City and San Francisco, but then uh, Kansas City won by like 11 points or something That's because right. of that uh, Darren right. Williams right. touchdown oh, yeah. run. Well, I'm freaking 
losing my mind. I'm like, I can't even think about last year's Super Bowl now. Um, yeah, so 13 to 3, the New England Super Bowl. That Super Bowl was closer, though, for most of the game, the 13 to 3 Rams Super Bowl. Right. Everyone just got really bored of it quick. They didn't. Right. Those guys that say that didn't understand what was going on on the field. No. Then you have, it was 41 to 33, 34-28, and then you had the um, the Denver Super Bowl, which was 24 to 10. Yeah, man. Can we? Get and then the worst one, one was um, the one we don't talk about with Wes on the phone. Oh no! Yeah, we <laughs> we don't talk about that one because that was- that's. That's it's the stadium. It's the stadium that causes us to do that. That's why you shouldn't have Super Bowls in the north. That's why. Well, no, that's why you don't have Super Bowls in a trash can. <laughs> oh, you guys God, got that Thurman Super Bowl. That's like the coin toss thing that I just said earlier. That was a losing situation to where you knew it was gonna go downhill after that snap. Oh man. Yeah, that was that was the biggest blowout we've had. I I, I think I was about to say after that game, like in the middle of that game, I was like, I'd rather of them not to make the Super Bowl. I mean, like seriously, like that was not the Denver team all year long. I don't know what happened, like leading up prior to that game. It's just that was just not the same Denver team. Right. Like, I feel like if they played that on Monday night, it would be a different score. Like Denver would at least had 20 points. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I just like I just go back. You go, you go back to like 1995 and before that. Like people, a lot of people our age, I think, don't realize how spoiled they've been with Super Bowls because a lot of oh Super the two thousands were awesome, right? But they used Super Bowls like in the past. There have been some real bad ones. Like the Bills got blown out in two Super Bowls, thirty to thirteen, fifty two to seventeen. Yeah, the Broncos with a fifty five to ten in the Super Bowl, one of those games. 42 yeah, to 10. Giants. I mean, some of these games, even in Miami, I'll go, I'll, I'll go against my own team. 38, 16, the one Super Bowl. I mean, a lot of these Super Bowls used to be blowouts. Now, we've got yeah. so accustomed to them being great games. This could be one where the, the Chiefs just take it because they're just, they, I'll be honest, they just are that good. They are very, their offense is that good and they do have the ability to do it. Um, if it's close, I just think it's Tom Brady's game at that point. So you didn't really give a prediction so, there. So who are you rolling with? <laughs> I'm trying to buy myself time. I think, like I said, my head says Chiefs. My gut says Bucks. I'm going to say Bucks. Why not? All right. There you go. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Can you imagine? First team to host the Super Bowl wins it in their home stadium. This is the, that that's was the thing. If they got there, they had to get there for a reason. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna roll with the Bucks. It's it's the championship city too. I mean, Tampa Bay is just on a fire with their sports teams. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. See, there you mm-hmm. go. Roll it. Tampa Bay Rays making it to the World Series. Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup. Yep. I don't count the Toronto Raptors, even though they're there right now, but. And then you got the Bucs making the Super Bowl. So anyway, I do I love I love the Bucs because um the defense is so good. I mean, like the linebacking core is great. I think they're gonna get pressure on Patrick Mahomes with those two tackles being out. And not to mention they had a guard go out in the middle of the season. So like it's a secondary offensive line line, like you got your backups in. Um the Wisniski kid's not playing, like the doctor. Is that the doctor's name? 
Wisniewski or something. I don't know. But anyway, it's just Tampa Bay has been playing good ball. The receivers have been coming on great. If Antonio plays, he's going to be good. So for that instance, I'm going to go with Kansas City. Wow. So you had your whole high high on the Bucks, and then you had KC. I'm going to go with Kansas City minus three. <laughs> we had it. Listen, we had a split. We had to have a split decision on the show. It wouldn't be fun any other way. So You, you know, you love something so much. And you know what everyone's thinking in Vegas. Like, oh, yeah, Tampa's the underdogs. Tom Brady's going for a seventh ring. Absolutely. Kansas City. Just, just <laughs> minus three. And I hate the Chiefs so much. It burns me to say it. But for goodness gracious, you know damn well what Vegas is thinking. Minus three. Come on, dude. You know, the, the, the Super Bowl is always the year or like the game where everyone likes the underdog. All the time. I bet on the underdog the past two Super Bowls and it hasn't worked out. So yep. you go with Kansas City. Yeah. No, I, I listen, I don't I don't want people to lose money, so I would not recommend going with me here. Um I'm just not big I, though. Yeah. Don't go big on this game. This is a game yeah. where you're like, all right, I am gonna bet it, but right. I'm not gonna break the bank over it. Cause usually right. that's what I do. When I when I see a Super Bowl matchup and I love a team one way, I go with that team. Like yeah, maybe I'll like, hedge here. I don't really like I'm not loving it. I'm not loving it, Wes, but why not have some fun? So that's what I got for you, Wes. If you're in New Jersey or Pennsylvania or any of the states that legalizes like mobile get gambling. This is a game to where you got to see how the first two drives are. Yeah. Yep. For the over-under especially. If they are driving the ball down the field and then it's leading to like field goals or like, you know, they're having success on offense, you take the over and you go with whoever's having the more success on offense, which I think Tampa Bay will be that kind of team when it comes to time of possession. But look, time of possession doesn't phase Kansas City at all. Because, like, in the Carolina game, for example, Carolina had, like, 39 minutes of uh, time of possession. But yet, Kansas City put up, like, 36 points. Like, Kansas City's bad game has been the Atlanta game. That's the only one you could point towards. And even their matchup against Tampa Bay, Kansas City was just rolling teams. They were just playing, like, kind of, like, control-the-clock type of football when they were trying to run the clock out against Tampa Bay. That's why Tampa Bay was able to at least have a chance to come back in that game and tom brady was having a tough time pa passing against that kansas city defense yep yep, yep. yeah no I, i'm not going big on this game i don't feel it for either one but i do I, somewhere in the end i think that sometimes we're being buffooned and it's going to be the chiefs the whole way but why not win some money and just throw down the bucks just for the hell of it yeah because it's going to be kansas city i yeah. told you I told you every single reason why you should pick Tampa Bay because they're they're a better defense. Tom Brady's story, first year getting away from the New England, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, the New England organization, and Bill Belichick trying to make his stamp as the greatest of all time, winning his seventh ring, having the more most Super Bowls amongst anybody, including organizations and franchises. I mean, it's ridiculous what he's doing. That's why you pick Kansas City. <laughs> it would be so historic for Tampa Bay, but at the end of the day, I digress. It's gonna be the damn Chiefs, and West and I hate it. 
I hate that back-to-back Super Bowls that we have red teams in the Super Bowl too, because then it's like, oh, I'm gonna pick the blue team or whatever, you know, like how, how usual <laughs> casual fans do. What? <laughs> <laughs> but you pick Kansas City. Oh my god, that was great. And if you do want to make some money on like some fantasy props, and I'm sure they'll have a ton of a ton of them. Go over to Thrive Fantasy, the ad you keep hearing on every single podcast episode that we have. They'll have a lot of over-unders that you can get on the fun, create your like little Super Bowl team, try to win a bunch of money. Use promo code Bench Bros to uh, receive a $20, like a bonus of $20 or more on your first deposit of $20 or more. So go if you're do, going in for the first time, go over there, use the promo code Bench Bros and have a good time too. Like that's what I'm going to do. This game is strictly props and like coin toss and Gatorade baths for me. I'll I'll go Kansas City minus three. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it because Kansas City has not covered for a majority of the year. But you got to go with them. I, I mean, it's just it's just the way it is. I'm going to be rooting for sure with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to be wearing my Broncos Super Bowl 50 champion shirt like I do. Because we got to show dominance in the division. Who's the better team in the division with Super Bowl wins? It's us, damn it. But you pick Kansas City. But you pick Kansas City. At least the Chargers don't have a Super Bowl. That's what we could brag about. How many Super Bowls does uh, the Raiders have? Two or three? Raiders? Yeah. Can't John Madden won one. Can't just be two. You have... John Madden, you have the Marcus Allen against the uh, Redskins with that like yeah, turn back three. run. They got three. They got three. Oh yeah, that's right. Jimmy Plunkett against the um the Eagles yep. one year. Yeah, nineteen eighty one. They got the uh, the Eagles game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we're the better team. We have the better <laughs> quarterbacks. We've been to the we've been to a lot of Super Bowls that people don't realize. Denver Broncos have been to a bunch of them. Because it's one man, one man only, John Elway. And Peyton, too. I mean, Peyton made the Super Bowl twice in his little four-year stint there. Should have made it the first year if it wasn't for that freaking safety, letting Jacoby Jones run right by him. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I hate that pass, dude. That year, I think we would have won the Super Bowl if we played San Francisco. Because mm. we would have went to, we would have had a home game against Tom Brady. And Tom doesn't play well in Denver at all when he was with the Patriots. So we would have played San Francisco. I feel like we would have won. I don't know. Whatever. But you (laughs) pick Kansas City. It sucks. I hate it, dude. All right. Anything else you're looking at this game? Any other fun things? Or, I mean, the weekend's doing the halftime show. Is anyone else joining the weekend? Uh, it's a good question. Dude, I didn't even think about the halftime show because of all this freaking COVID and everything. Yeah, well, he's going to be there. They're in Florida, so they got the open doors to anything. Everything's on the table. Well, listen, Florida's the place to be. Brandon's there. That's why he's not on the show with us tonight because he's probably living his life somewhere on the strip. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Maybe. I, I don't even know if they're going to have like a big time strip thing. Because it's the league that's going to be like, oh, we, we don't want to do this. No, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Who's singing the national anthem? I think it's a duet. 
from what I've heard. Boom, here it is. Here it is. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Tampa's had 30 years ago was uh, the Whitney Houston national anthem, which was, uh, if you, if you look back and watch that with the big deal with the Persian Gulf wars and stuff, it was, yeah. a, it was a huge thing and she killed it. Also Tampa always, for some reason has the best flyovers. I mean, oh. the last super bowl, what? You got it. The twenty, the national anthem is going to be a duet by Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church, one of my my boys. Oh, so, there you go. I'm with it. Oh, I didn't even look about the um the over under for the national anthem yet. That's another bet. Yeah, that people go crazy for. I think it's like two and a half minutes or something. Or no, it's not two and a half minutes. It's uh, it's like one fifty. I don't know. I don't find out my sports book. I don't think sports books are going to have that. <laughs> and then also the MVP, I'll go Tyreek Hill plus uh, 1,400. I'll go Devin White plus 1,000 times 1,000. So the Chiefs, or you know, you're going Tampa Bay. So, yeah, there you go, Devin White. Chris Godwin wouldn't be a bad pick. Well, I just or think if it's going to be a receiver on any team, it's going to go to the quarterback. That's how it always goes. Well, no, because Julian Edelman won it in uh, 53. Well, Julian Edelman was the guy who won the freaking game because it was a horrible pass by Brady, but don't get me started. Oh, what? The Gronk pass? Oh, no, the one pass that was like midfield that should have been picked off by like two safeties and he still caught it. Oh, yeah. God. How do you do it? Come on. That was now. another one where Brady was like just bailed out by just, just tremendous plays. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this Super Bowl breakdown. I mean, we're finally at the end of the road here for the 2020-2021 season. Um, it was a great one. A lot of ups, lots of downs, a lot of memorable moments, lots of uh, good stuff here on this NFL Weekly Drive with um, Bobby going crazy for Tua getting the starting job and then going nuts about Tua losing the starting job to Fitzy in the fourth inning. And then get the starting job back and then losing it and then, and then getting it back. <laughs> and then getting blown out by the bill. It was just a roller coaster year for uh it was actually a great year to have you on for uh this year. For it really was. Listen, like it was fun. It could have been better scripted for what the <laughs> dolphin season was to have you on a show. Oh man, you know at least I was KO'd at week two. You were in it one week and then you were like, oh sell the team, it's <laughs> over the next. And the offseason just keeps coming too. So we have a lot, man. I, and it's been fun. It's been fun doing it with you guys the whole year. Hell, um, we had Brandon with the Giants ascending four game win streak. We yeah. were like, oh Giants are going to the playoffs, they're winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> Bank it. Well, it's a good time to be a Bucks or Chiefs fan, and one of those is going to end on Sunday. So, it's a terrible time to be a Broncos fan. Ugh. It is what it is. The Chiefs to me are like the Bills. Probably the I would say even worse. I would say the Bills because the Chiefs didn't win anything since right. like now. Yeah, it'd be like the Bills to me. But like a dynasty is. Unfortunately, probably getting started with uh, 
Kansas City. Well, that's the that's the thing. Some people want Brady dynasty like just completely over but i say what what does one more super bowl do at this point like he's already evil enough it's like do you want another dynasty to start i mean at this point i'm like man i don't know who the hell to root for it's like you really don't want mahomes and now start this guy hasn't lost a game they said by like multiple scores since like college you give me a break yeah i mean when i was evaluating patrick mahomes i know i was about to end the show but like got distracted here. yeah but uh, he was like up and down. He was like the gunslinger quarterback. You just didn't know what you had in him mm-hmm. at Texas Tech. They put a and great he looked like them. Um, when he played at Texas Tech too. It looked like his jersey was like two times small. Yeah, well, you know, it was so He's, weird. That's what Under Armour does to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. That's why when we were Under Armour school in college at Bloomsburg, I always went with the jersey bigger. See, I like the tight fit. I've always been a tight fit type of guy. Dude, no, because then it rips. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just feel I want to be one with my pad with the pads. Like I don't like feeling like it's I don't like layers. So Yeah, you say that now, but then when you put the pads on, it's gonna take you fifteen minutes to put the damn things on. And then, oh, and then when try you take it off. Little, try taking it's them like off. Pretty. <laughs> I know it because, like, you you hear a lineman being like, "Hey, can someone help with my jersey?" You need like three guys, <laughs> three guys like, to pull it off. Son of a bitch! I'm right next to him. I have to help him. Oh, <laughs> uh, West, it's been fun, man. Well, let's. Oh uh, man, I wish I wish it was a different year. We'd all be watching the Super Bowl one one of these days. But uh, yeah, I wish it was Giants Broncos. And then the Broncos beating the Dolphins in the AFC Championship. Can you imagine the Come amount on. of content we would have? Oh, it'd be great. It'd be awesome. We uh, probably do like an electric chair, just like a live stream. I don't. I want to know though. Like, I do want to know from like Tampa fans and Chiefs fans. In a situation like this, do you lock yourself in your own private room away from a party? Because if I'm telling you right now, I'm if, if my team ever did get to a Super Bowl, me and my dad have like a thing where we told the rest of the family, like, there is no party if they get to the Super Bowl. We're locking ourselves like in a shed. And that's because it's not safe for anyone to be around us. Yeah. Well, as a guy who's had two Super Bowl experiences recently, um, more than anyone else right now on this podcast, Super Bowl 48 and Super Bowl 50. I was the middle of the party. People were watching my reactions. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. I was, was the Super Bowl 50. We had literally like seven rows of people in our house in like a little college house, just watching the Super Bowl, <laughs> big, big TV. I was, I was like, had my reservation on the seat. I was like, this is my day. Let me have this seat on the couch. I'm going to be grilling until kickoff. So I was grilling until kickoff. As soon as the ball kicked, I opened up my beer bottle as soon that, or that's how it goes in my thing. I, it's like you open the beer once the ball is kicked mm-hmm. and I sat down and I didn't move. And, you know, I was kind of like shell shocked. So everyone was expecting me to go crazy and throw my Jersey in the air when we won the Super Bowl. But the way we won it was like awesome. 
So how do you you've been on both ends of that spectrum though? So so how how did how did the one Super Bowl change from one to the other? You've been on the, the spectrum of it's. I had lower expectations in Super Bowl Fifty. I was like, okay, so it's like we have to win this. It can't be any worse than what the previous Super Bowl was. It can't be <laughs> any worse than that. Like, don't lose by forty. It was my whole thing. Because I really thought Carolina had a great shot at winning that Super Bowl. They were a really good team. You think you had a better shot beating Seattle going in or beating Carolina going in? I think we had a better shot at beating um, Carolina because that defense is a top five defense in NFL history, dude. Yeah. That defense was simply amazing. Yeah, I mean, fair. they had the no-fly zone. They had Von Miller, DeMarcus Ware rushing the pass. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and then um, Butler, Malcolm Butler, became like his own that game too. So unfortunately for you guys, so yeah, that's crazy. We talk about Malcolm Butler. Oh yeah, the other Malcolm Butler. Yeah, or was it? It was it Butler or Malcolm Brown? I think it was Malcolm. I don't know. Butler. I was I was so mad at that game, dude. No, Malcolm <laughs> Butler was the uh, the Patriots corner. Wait, who am I thinking of? You're thinking of the linebacker that won the MVP, right? Yeah. That had that pick six. Yeah. Oh, that Malcolm God, Brown? Freaking pick six. No, I think it's. Uh, I can't even think of his freaking name now. Why did I say Butler? I said Butler because the freaking paint. It's still in my head. It's still yeah. in my head. Imagine hitting on that, him winning the MVP in that game. What yeah, the prop exactly. was for that guy. <laughs> now you're typing up. Now we can't end the podcast until we know who it is. Uh, KJ Wright, the guy I'm thinking. Was it KJ Wright? Think so. No, it wasn't. It wasn't KJ. KJ Wright wasn't on that team, wasn't it? All right, come on. Super Bowl 48 MVP. (laughs) I can't believe we're talking about this game that I literally buried in the ground. I can't. I can't think of the freaking one guy now, and I and and it's like a big name. (laughs) Of course, right when I type in Super Bowl 48, the first image that pops up is Peyton Manning with his head down. In the freaking confetti. Uh, Malcolm Smith. Malcolm. So it was a Malcolm. Okay, there you go. Malcolm Smith. There you go. Which he's probably no one now. Yeah. That was like his like breakout game. <laughs> yeah, well, that game is the you watch it one time when it was happening, and you just all right, we're just gonna bury this. We had a good run. This wasn't the same team all year. We're moving on. So Malcolm's are good are good bets though for big plays in the Super Bowl. Then is what we're there saying. you go. Yeah, there you go. So um, there you go. Who's a Malcolm on Tampa Bay or Kansas City? Anyone? I don't know. I don't know if there is one, but there you go. There's my advice. Uh, Take- <laughs> anyway, if you have any awesome props or anything else, leave a comment down below. We just went on ten minutes when we were about to end the show ten minutes ago. That's right. <laughs> Leave a comment down below. Let us know your thoughts about Super Bowl 55, what the over-under is for National Anthem, what heads or tails for the coin toss, and what color is the Gatorade bath, or if there's going to be any Gatorade bath whatsoever. Uh, there has to be one, though. I think they'll just make a special occasion for Super Bowl 55. So anyway, let us know down below. Follow us on Facebook and like us on – or no – Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook at Bench Bros Sports. Follow us on Instagram at Original Bench Bros. And follow our website at BenchBrosSports.com where we keep you up to date on every 
um, sports headline throughout the week on those pages. We upload our podcasts on there. We do some sort of special blogs. Maybe I do a blog about this Super Bowl. I'm not too sure about it yet. So go ahead, go on over there, and also check out Thrive Fantasy if you're interested on betting the Super Bowl. Make sure you do the promo code Bench Bros and receive a $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. So best of luck to that. I need some good luck. Bobby needs some good luck. So anyway, check out our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other media services. So again, thank you for listening. Bobby, any last thoughts? Malcolm Bronson. There it is. Second string linebacker for who? (laughs) I think he's a safety for the Chiefs. (laughs) Book it. Super Bowl MVP. There it is. Malcolm Malcolm Butler didn't win the MVP, though, and... Super Bowl 49, did he? Who? Malcolm Butler no, didn't win the... No, he didn't, but he but he, he honestly should have if Tom Brady wasn't on the team, let's be honest. That play... that is that play considered the greatest Super Bowl play of all time? You know what? Sure. I think it has to be. My coach called it, so I'll take it. <laughs> Dude, it was unbelievable watching that. The explosion on Twitter that happened after that was insane. It was pandemonium what happened on Twitter after that. I think the servers died. Yeah. There you go. Hopefully we get an exciting ending like that one. And hopefully Patrick Mahomes throws an interception right to uh, Devin White for like the game went, oh man, that would be so joy. I would love to lose that Kansas City minus three bet just to see Kansas City lose, dude. Oh man, that would be <laughs> awesome. Anyway, Bobby's got the box. I unfortunately have the Chiefs. That's going to be your winner. All right, that is the NFL Weekly Drive. Thank you for joining us all season long. Have a good rest of the day. Make sure you subscribe to Bench Bros Sports Podcast. We'll be keep doing those shows every single Monday. So that's the show. End of the football season. We're out of here.